Well, I just want to say real quick that I am so happy of all the talent and things that God has placed in this church. We have numerous past ministers in here. May have a few pastors that just don't have a church yet. I don't know. But we have numerous ministers in here. We heard from one last Wednesday night that's 10 years old. 11 years old, sorry. 11 years old. Asher spoke uh, two Wednesday nights ago and did a wonderful job. Did a great job. And uh, we have uh, Misty and Kenneth Menino and um, Mike Jones just uh, got his license to preach. We've got a couple more in the works. And I thank God for all the ministers, the people that have been called. Of course, we had Martha Jordan. She got called down to Lumberton. Lisa Lamy called down to New Covenant. So we just, did I miss anybody? I hate doing this because I always miss somebody. Did I miss anybody? Did I get everybody right? Oh, Bo. That's right. We got Bo. We heard from Asher, 11 years old. Now we're going to hear from Bo, who's older than 11. So, Bo, come up here this morning and tell us what the Lord laid on your heart, please. Give him a hand as he comes to the platform this morning. Give me just a second. I've got to write a word down before I forget it. I won't be long because everything that I'm going to preach has already been preached. It just confirms what I got the good Lord gave me today to And it deals with struggling. Every one of us struggles with something, it seems like. But I'm telling you right now, we don't have to struggle at all. Not one bit. The Lord, he fights our battles, brings our victories. That's been sung, that's been said in tongues this morning. Those things, that uh, everything that God has for us, he has for it in this building right here today, right now. I don't have to preach. I really don't, but I am. <laughs> I need the practice, and I need y'all to love me as I do it. You know, the word is so strong, and it's filled through the Bible because the word is the Bible. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And what did it say? It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. If the word was God, then he can do anything. He holds up the universes. I don't know how many universes there are to you, Brother Scott. There's a bunch of them, though. There's a bunch of stars that are called suns. There's a bunch of things in the universe that's, that goes on a, 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 their journey the way God had designed it that started countless light years ago. Things that's way back. I don't know what's going to happen to the future, but I do know this, God's still in control. Everything that moves, everything that breathes on this earth and moves in the universes is controlled by one word, God. He is the one that we look for to look to. And I'm telling you right now, I had a life-changing experience two days ago. And my, since I was 42, I've been going to this church. And how many years is that? That's it's several. Because I'm 70 now. But God's been faithful to me when I wasn't faithful to him. God lifted me up when I needed lifting up and set me down when I needed to be set down. He cared for me as a caring father cares for each and every one of us. He loves us and so much so that he gave his only son for my sins, not 
not his son's sins, but my sins to be washed away. So why am I over there in the mully grove sometimes up and down, not knowing what I want to do, not aware sometimes sometimes I'm on fire for God and then sometimes I'm not. But let me tell you something. God said, I don't have to struggle with that because he's already said, fear not, little one, for I have overcome the world. If you just read this word and put it into application, you won't have sorrows. You won't have uh, depressions. You won't have things that just keep you down. You'll be lifted up. I want to be lifted up always with the Lord because the Lord is my Savior. He's my help. He comforts me when I wasn't comfortable. He puts his hands up on my head, guides and directs me, points me in the right direction, kicks me in the rear end and headed down that way because he cares. My Lord, we was talking about here, this is the day for your salvation. When you leave here today, I hope you'll take into mind that you can go home and, and have joy in your heart. When your house is falling down, you can still have joy in your heart because you know who your Savior is. You don't have to worry about it, anything else because you've got victory. Victory, victory is mine. Songs. Victory, victory is mine, saith the Lord. I don't have to fight my battles. He fights my battles. He's the one that lifts me up. In the, book, in the Word, I think it was Luke, it said, The devil said... This is when the devil, he came along to tempt Christ. How many of y'all been tempted by the devil? All of us have been tempted by the devil. The devil said, the devil's big on saying the devil said. He likes to think of himself as a frontliner, but he's not. He's in the back somewhere. But he said, he's always sneaking around whispering in your ears. Then are you sure that's the way it is? Are you sure that God don't mind you doing this every now and then? The devil said, that's what he was saying to Jesus. He says, if thou be, if thou be the son of God. First, he wants to cast doubt. He wants to cast doubt. Always does the devil, every time he approaches you, he wants to cast doubt in what he speaks into you. Always, every time he will speak, he says, if thou be. He wants to cast dispersion. He wants to cast, you can't be the son of God. But he is. And the devil knows it. And why he keeps trying to do it, I, uh, uh, say that he is, I don't know because he's an idiot, I reckon. He says, if thou be the son of God, command this stone to be made bread. Now, he just come out of a 40-day fast, and I'm going to tell you right now, after about 12 hours, I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> and I can't imagine how hungry he was when he come out of that, but he was, he was full of the Holy Spirit to know that, that the Father would take care of him, and he, didn't, he wasn't going to uh, act upon what the devil said. He didn't want to pay the devil no mind whatsoever. And just because the devil said that he, he could have turned that stone to bread, but he wasn't going to do anything that was in agreement with who? The devil. And that's the way we need to be. We don't need to be in tune or in, in, in uh, up next to him believing in, or half doubting what God said, half doubting what the devil said. He don't care if you half doubt what he is just as long as you got half doubt what God is. He, he's, he's, he's slimy, I'm telling you. 
He, he could have made that stone bread, but he didn't. But Jesus answered. What did he answer? It is written. This word right here, it is written. Everything that you're going to come up against is in this word. It is written. Every one of them, them are words on there, aren't they? Ain't this the word of God? So everything that you have need of is right here in this word of God. Not one thing is lacking in it. If you're hurting, find you scriptures that attune to your uh, dilemma at the time. I know they got books and everything that will tell you for healing, for uh, insomniacs, uh, just, just whatever. You can't sleep right or you can't do this or that. They got a book for it and they got scriptures in it. But why don't you just go ahead and start reading the whole thing? And let it get in your heart. Let it sink down into your heart so you don't have to struggle with it no more. And what I said by life changing and what I mean by it is I don't have to worry about my salvation no more. All I've got to do is love Jesus. All I've got to do is worship God. All I've got to do is do the things he's called me to do. Like he said, that he, obedience is better than sacrifice. Be obedient to him. And that is all I've got to do. I don't have to fight giants. I don't have to fight big uh, 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 Philistines. I don't have to fight nations. All I've got to do is love on my Lord Jesus. Now, that's not too hard, is it? But it seems to be, then why do we slip? Why do we wait? Why do we not do the things that God's called us to do or we do them half-heartedly? It's because we get complacent with everything. You need to stir up, as Timothy was told, to stir himself up. We need to stir ourselves. Look, look at, I've got mine out where I can see it. And I say, stir you up. Stir up. That's in a physical sense, but really we, spiritually we need, to, we need to stir ourselves up. This is a Pentecostal church. This is a church that should be jumping up and down. I don't do much jumping, but I will run around this every now and then. But I get out of breath about right over there where Brianna's at. That's, that's on that second loop, though, so, I'm, hey, I'm doing good. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by the every word of God. This word. The devil showed. How many times you've been around somebody who likes to show you all kinds of things that they've got and what they acquired and, and what they, you know, they're kind of bragging on everything that they got. The devil showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And in a moment of time, the devil then said, All this power and glory I will give you if you will worship me. Whew. And I'll be uh, thine, and I'll be thine. Now, didn't Jesus was the creator of all things, and everything that was created was created by him out of nothing? Then why is the devil telling him that he's going to give him what he already has? Because he wants you to violate. He wants you to violate that trust that. And he'll come up to you and tell you the same thing. I'm, I'll give you this if you'll just do that. If you'll just get down and worship me, I'll give you all that you would ever want or desire. And the devil tempts people. And don't tell me people don't react to that because they do. We've lost lots of people. 
to the walk of what the devil is able to turn people's minds and hearts away from the Lord by doing a lot of things, by hardening their hearts, by taking their hearts and hardening them through deceits, through family problems, through finances, through deaths. All of these things the devil can point out to and says, if God loved you, why would he allow all this? He loves me. He went to the cross. I haven't gone to the cross, but my Jesus has gone to the cross. My Jesus loved me when I, no one else would. My Jesus took care of me when no one else would. My Jesus saved me and literally saved my life in several occasions. And Jesus answered, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. When Satan comes knocking, tell him to leave. There's no salesman at the door. Put your little sign up and says, none. Jesus answered, get back behind me, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Again, all God's asking me is to worship him, serve him. And it brings a lot of joy to your heart when you serve the Lord. When you know that you're at peace with the Lord, it says, he whose eyes are stated upon him, there's perfect peace. And if there's perfect peace, why would you want to get out from it? Live in the area where God is and, 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 and cling to him with everything that you have and hold on to him and serve him. And you'll have joy that you never imagined before because of the simple fact that you're holding on to the every bit of life. You're holding on to the word. You're holding on to a, a I don't understand what I don't understand is how God can create the universes, but yet He can still live in my heart. Huh? That's a God. That's a God without time, without frame. He has. I don't know how long we're gonna be in heaven, uh, and I don't know if there's even a time frame for it. But I, I can tell you this: I've been in places that were worshiping God all in one voice and one mind and one accord. And I tell you what: if it even sounds like that, that's gonna be great. Man, I went to a T.D. Jakes <clears throat> revival one time at the Potter's House in Dallas, and there were 6,000-some people there. 500 of us were white. But we got into a praise and worship, and a guy named Storms was leading the, the praise and worship. And out of that praise and worship, 6,000 voices come in alignment. Nobody was out of key. I don't know what a key is. But I just sing, and it comes out to something, you know. God said he likes a joyful noise, and I hope he liked that. But all those songs, all those people, all those voices come up in one mind and one accord, and that was the worship of the Lord. And out of that... We did that for 45 minutes, and it seemed like in the last 30 minutes of it, it was nothing but a hum coming up. But it was a holy hum. It was, I said, I can understand now why you could go 10,000 years just listening to the hum, listening to the voice of worship to our Lord Jesus Christ. No, no racial deals, no... No uh, anything else, white, black, brown, 
yellow. No, it didn't matter. What mattered was that we were worshiping God with one mind and one accord. And you can do the same thing. We do it right here. We got some that's got different lifestyles, got different upbringings, this and that. But when we come into this building, we come in it with one person, and that's to love the Lord Jesus Christ, raise him up into a hallelujah, and glorify him above all things. Satan said to him again, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. The devil said, The devil said, He said, He shall give your angels charge over thee, and thou shalt bear thee up. And Jesus said, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. I've had people tell me before, and it was stupid what they were saying. They were saying, if if you can, if your God is able to save you, why don't you jump out in front of a train? And I, I say, because I'm not going to tempt the Lord thy God. Why don't you jump out and please your God? I'm not I'm not stupid like you are. I did go out and get graduated from the twelfth grade. And why I think this is so great, and why I, I believe in this so strongly, is because it said, "Heaven and earth shall pass away." This place, heaven, earth, it's all going to be gone. But you know what won't be gone? My words shall not pass away. My words shall not pass away. Jesus says, I don't speak my words, I speak my Father's words. Jesus, the Son of God, would not even speak his own words or his own thoughts or his everything. He spoke the words of his Father. And if we're going to do anything, we need to speak the words of the Father that we can rest easy that night. I was up every two hours I woke up preaching to myself last night. And I know Misty says does the same thing. Because you get in there, I don't know if I'm going to make this or not because there's a nervous pit that I don't want to displease the Lord. I, I, I don't want to displease y'all either, but I care a lot more for the Lord than I care for y'all. But my main deal was you don't have to struggle today. If you leave here today, as Ricky said, it might be too soon for you. You do not have to struggle anymore. I'm not telling you you're not going to have bad things happen. I'm not telling you that at all. What I am telling you is that you can get through them without being in a struggle. When my mama was dying, I had peace in the death of my mom because I know where she was going to go to and I had peace because I could trust in the Lord Jesus that he was going to take care of her and she went with peace saying thank you Jesus what comfort I had in that was great but I can have that every day if I just trust in the Lord and hand him my problems and don't pick them back up and carry them nowhere when you drop them down on right there you leave them there he's going to fight your battles you, he don't need your help in fact, you just get in the way. You ever trying to do something and your little kids, you want to help him learn some stuff too? But he's about two years old and he's all around in your legs coming out and from you and you don't want to really step on him, but you, you want him to, to do something. 
Sometimes that's the way I feel like we were the Lord. We're running around between like this and doing that, and he's having to correct us first and guide and direct us, plus teach us something. So what I wanted to do, and I'm going to give another altar call, Brother Scott. Mike or Veronica. I want y'all to really think what's going to, what today means. So many people, so many words have been given out today. Been given out about the Lord, about our comfort, about our victories. Victory, victory is mine, saith the Lord. And I want you to take this chance right now to know that you can get rid of the struggle. And come and lay your troubles. Your, your, I'm not talking about something that might be sin. I'm talking about just something that might be a struggle with you. It may be a sin, but it also might be just something that you're struggling with. It's kind of hindering your worship of the Lord, hindering your walk with the Lord right now. Something that you really don't even need to have. Uh, it's a, it, every weight that so easily do beget us. Spaghetti, whatever. So if you will, I'll wait till they set up first. So will you stand please? Lord, this morning, I asked you to touch our hearts. Lord, that you would just hear each and every one of our petitions this morning, oh God. But Lord, help us in our mind, Lord, know that you're great and mighty. And that whatever problems we're going through, oh God, we know that you can take care of them and set them to the side. And Lord, I ask that you would clean out our heart and our mind today, oh God, to accept you for everything that you say that you are without equivocation. Lord, I ask you to put your hand upon each and every one here today, O oh God, that they may examine themselves. And Lord, that they may come down and lay their burdens right at your feet today, O oh God. So, if you would, if you've got something that's going on in your life and you need the Lord to straighten it out. If you've got something that's giving you problems right now and you need the Lord to straighten it out, come down to the altar, please. Don't leave here. Don't leave here without making everything completely right with the Lord and giving you that peace that passes all understanding. That peace that was designed for you and given to you because you lean not to your own understanding but in all our ways we trust the Lord. So this opportunity is given unto you to come and make yourself available to the Lord that he may touch you and he may, he just may enlighten you into some things you hadn't even thought of before. Maybe there's something that's bothering you that you didn't think much about, but it become a thorn in your side by now. And after a while, it's going to be worse than that. And if that's the case, come on down. Lord, we ask you to come and be with these that would come. Lord, I thank you right now, God. Oh, Jesus, right now, Lord.
we just thank you, Jesus, right now. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the help, oh God. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, Lord, that you would touch, Lord. Lord, that you would lift up and if one of your children today, oh God, and hug them today, oh Lord. Lord, touch each and every one this morning, oh God. Lord, be the bearer of good news, oh Lord. Lord, as you wrap them up in your arms today, oh God, I ask you to use them, Lord. Lord, let it be that life-changing experience today, oh God, that they can find peace even in the storm. Lord, that they can find peace even in the storm, oh Lord. But Lord, you are our help and our guide today, oh God, and Lord, you are everything to us. And Lord, we come after you, oh God, with all heartedness, oh Lord. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
say amen this morning have you have you met God this morning have you met the Savior this morning touched your heart amen amen well have a good afternoon take a nap come back tonight at six and get some more hallelujah Heavenly Father thank you Lord God for your spirit that's been in this house today thank you for the great things that you've done in this community Father God and now we pray, Almighty God, that you would rest our bodies this afternoon, O God, that you would bring us back tonight at the appointed hour, Lord God, to see thy kingdom come and thy will be done once again, O God. May your glory fill our homes this afternoon, Father God. Lord, may what we've received today, God, may it, may it last longer than the parking lot, Father. Hallelujah. May it go home with us today, O God, and energize us and touch us and build our faith in you, O God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit, and we thank you that you're coming soon, Lord Jesus, that you're coming soon. We receive it in Jesus' name and for your glory. And everybody said amen. amen. Have a good afternoon. We'll see you back tonight.